Welcome to the Mass Device Fast Five MedTech News Podcast, the show that keeps you up to date on the latest breakthroughs in medical technology with the top five news stories to get your day started. I'm your host, Danielle Kirst, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Hooley. We've limited ourselves to one earnings story today. So, Sean, what are we going to talk about today? Today, we will talk about GE Healthcare's third quarter earnings, but we'll also have a positive update on the surgical robotics partnership between Stereotaxis and Abbott a first procedure for a new spine implant from Zimvi, a new partnership between Abbott and an NFL player to support heart conditions, and then we have more layoffs in medtech this time at J&J's Dupuy Orthopedics Unit. Let's do the earnings story first. Yeah, GE Healthcare's stock was rising today on a street-beating third quarter, a strong quarter for the company as it actually increased the low end of its EPS guidance as well. What were the profits and shares for the quarter? Company posted profits of $375 million or 82 cents per share on sales of $4.82 billion. So it posted adjusted EPS of 99 cents, which was 9 cents ahead of expectations, and sales also slightly top projections of $4.8 billion flat. And how did the company's segments perform? The company reported growth in three out of four of its segments. Uh, imaging revenues increased by 5%. The company attributed that to molecular imaging, computed tomography, and magnetic resonance performance, while also citing improvements in supply chain, price, and new product introductions. Patient care solutions grew by 9%, with growth coming from volume due to supply chain fulfillment improvements and progress on price. And pharmaceutical diagnostics increased the most by 13% year over year, with pricing actions and volume driving that growth. The only decline came in ultrasound. It was only 1% after the company had actually posted double-digit growth in the segment the previous year. Planned investments, including caption health and inflation, led to some margin dips there. What's the next thing that we need to know for today? Stereotaxis performed the first surgical robot procedure with Abbott's cardiac mapping tech. It's the first big development of this partnership that the two companies struck up earlier this year. Tell us a little bit about the procedures that this surgical robot was used in. Well, physicians at four U.S. medical centers completed the first integrated procedures with the Stereotaxis and Abbott technology. They took place at the Wheel Cornell Medical Center, Mount Sinai Morningside, Banner University Medical Center in Phoenix, and Overland Park Regional Medical Center. What is the goal of this partnership between Abbott and Stereotaxis? Well, it aims to integrate the Abbott Insight XEP 3D heart mapping system with Stereotaxis' robotic magnetic navigation systems. The collaboration combines real-time diagnostic information with the precision and stability of surgical robotics. What did doctors think about using the robot? There are a few doctor testimonies from each of the four locations that performed the first procedures. For a couple of them, Mount Sinai's Dr. Ranjit Suri noted that increased physician choice and technology interoperability benefited everyone involved in the procedures. And Dr. J. Peter Weiss of Banner said the successful procedures demonstrated the collaboration's unmatched potential and said the combined benefits of advanced mapping and robotic technologies allows the doctors to envision a new era of cardiac care where personalized therapy is designed and delivered to each individual patient. And he said it's a game changer for the field. Let's talk about another first U.S. procedure. Yeah, the first U.S. procedures were performed with the Zimvi 4.5mm Moby-C device. It's a device that Zimvi received FDA clearance for earlier this year, a new size. It's a popular implant that's been around for a while, but this new size has only just hit the market. Remind us, what is Moby-C? 
So it's a cobalt, chromium alloy, and polyethylene mobile bearing prosthesis featuring a single-step implantation process that takes place through an anterior approach. It eliminates the need for bone chiseling or other vertebral anchorage like screws or keels and treats skeletally mature patients to reconstruct the disc from C3 to C7 following discectomy. So what did surgeons think about the use of this implant? Dr. Gregory D. Lopez of Midwest Orthopedics at Rush in Chicago was the first to implant one of these devices in the U.S. did so yesterday as of time of recording, October 30th. And uh, the, he said the 59-year-old patient presented with a significantly collapsed C5 to 6 disc, and the new lower-profile MOBI-C implant allowed him to avoid over-distracting the facet joints. The 4.5-millimeter height makes it possible for him to offer pain relief and motor preservation to more patients with cervical disc degeneration. What's the next thing that we should know for today? Abbott teamed up with NFL player Damar Hamlin for its HeartMates program. It's a really cool link up between MedTech and sports. And for Damar Hamlin, who suffered cardiac arrest on the football field earlier this year, it's clearly a very personal issue that he hopes to address. What will this collaboration entail? So with this announcement, Hamlin becomes the first ambassador for the Abbott HeartMates program. It aims to create a community of support for people and caregivers impacted by heart conditions and enables the sharing of stories and provides emotional support while connecting people with others who are going through similar journeys. What did Hamlin say about his participation in this campaign? Hamlin said that after experiencing a cardiovascular event that changed his life, he said he knows the power and importance of having an engaged team to lean on for mental and physical recovery. He said he's partnering with Abbott to launch HeartMates because they share a vision to offer the support and encouragement that he received after his incident so that others feel empowered to achieve their own comeback stories. What is this new HeartMates program that he is going to be a spokesperson for? Basically, Abbott invites anyone committed to inspiring others through their heart health stories to join the program. So the team involved includes those directly or indirectly affected by heart condition. So that could include cardiovascular patients, caregivers, healthcare providers, friends and family. And team members can collaborate directly with Abbott and Hamlin as the program ambassadors and can promote the community to those also impacted by heart conditions. Interesting. And now what's the last thing that we should know for today? The last thing is that J&J's Dupuis laying off 67 workers in Colorado. More layoffs popping up. We've had a few on the show recently, and this is the third round of cuts at this particular facility this year. What kind of jobs are being cut there? So jobs affected by the layoffs here include assembly and packaging, business solutions, facilities, and manufacturing and production positions. The largest amount of employees affected is material handling and distribution jobs. That was 41 out of the 67. And the layoffs also affected operations, process, process engineering, production maintenance, quality control and assurance, and warehouse positions. And what is the reason that Deploy gave for these layoffs? The letter sent to the state of Colorado said the action comes as a result of a business decision. Company elected to permanently discontinue manufacturing, quality, and distribution activities at this location. J&J has had some interesting business news recently with Ashley McAvoy's exit last week and the restructuring news that came two weeks ago. And this seems like another cog in that wheel. Definitely. It's, uh, yeah, the latest batch of layoffs follow a shift in company's management of its orthopedics business unit. So a lot of changes are happening at Dupuis. Earlier this month, J&J said it has a two-year restructuring program aiming to take the orthopedics unit out of less profitable markets and product lines 
to improve the segment's profitability. Obviously, with these layoffs, it adds to sort of the growing pile of layoffs in medtech, but also at J&J. The company's medtech business said it would lay off around a thousand employees or at least a thousand employees in a reorganization effort earlier this year. And now with Ashley McAvoy departing, as you said, longtime executive there, it does seem like there's quite a bit of upheaval and change going on at the company. Uh, but we'll obviously continue to provide updates on unfolding situations there. And that was the final story that we had for today. Thank you, Sean, for covering all the news for us today. My pleasure. As always, read more on the Mass Device website and check out the show notes at massdevice.com slash podcast. Connect with us online. I'm on LinkedIn at Danielle Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. Where can the listeners find you, Sean? Find me on LinkedIn, Sean, S-E-A-N, Hooley, W-H-O-O-L-E-Y. Subscribe to the Mass Device Fast Five, wherever you listen to podcasts and share this episode. Join us tomorrow for your daily MedTech News Roundup. Thank you for listening. Thank mm-hmm. you.